we're recording. So we had a little so, technical difficulty, and we're back. If I lost something, we'll, we'll we'll deal with it later. But we're uh, we're talking about bulls, balls, and, and uh, rigging. Outdoor rigging. Outdoor rigging. So I got kind of hooked. Is out your window all the way closed? Yes, it is. All right. Weird. So the I got really hooked on outdoor rigging from those first experiences with you. It's a gateway drug. Two or three years ago at this point, and. About two weeks ago, I was up visiting in Montreal, uh, well, July 4th weekend, and uh, so a little more than that. The, um, and me and Gunter, we went off and we did some outdoor rigging, and we found this really cool spot, but um, Gunter's girl wasn't really in the mood to go up and do stuff, so I said, fuck it, this place is too good, I'm suspending myself. Ah, oh, that's where that started. This is where this came out. Right, I still have to put myself up. So what I did is I, you know... Fuck it, we're going to use the space for something, even if it's goofy, right? Mm-hmm. So I did a self-inversion. And what was really cool is I'm sitting there, and I got my arms out, and Nave Karina is taking is setting up the photos, and this huge thunderstorm came through. It didn't get wet on us, but this huge lightning bolt lands in front of us that I can see out in the city. Oh, jeez. Well, I went, whoa, cool, right? And then all of a sudden, about a two seconds later, this huge thunder clap comes through. And you see, I got to watch them upside down. Well, I was upside down watching them cower because it sounded like someone like blew something up over our heads. Right. It was really cool. So we did the picture. And I came up with the title, For Those About to Rig, I Salute You. <laughs> but then I thought about it and I go, you know, I really don't like going up in rope. I do it, you know, for education and stuff, but I just don't like doing Educational it. Educational purposes only. Educational purposes only, but I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of riggers. I mean, you don't go up in the air very often at all, except for weird cases like where, you know. Well, I, I mean, I used to do some of my own stuff. I mean, it's not my thing. It's but, not your th- Exactly. But I've used it to, to learn and to do stuff. Exactly. So. Sebastian, same thing, right? You can, I, you can suspend yourself. You just don't like doing it. I have actually self-suspended once for like 20 seconds. Right, yeah. And that was it. I, I actually used to use this come on when I was at different events. I just ring, a, a, tie one end of my rope to the top of the beam, drape it down, go up over the other one, and I'd put in an out, a uh, butterfly uh, knot. Mm-hmm. And then I just basically make a hoist for myself. And I'd sit there on the one line, lifting myself up and, and down, down, up and down, and it just gets sitting on a rope. The... So what came into my head from all this is, I think I'm going to do put a challenge out there to all the gorilla guys. Damn it, suspend yourself. I mean, yes, you're suspending these absolutely amazingly hot, tiny little things, but right. put yourself up for once just to do something different. Right. And I did a little challenge on it, and Murphy seems to have taken it. Murphy challenge. grabbed the challenge, and a day later, after posting it, is a rope bomb. Mm-hmm. And there, fo- I started getting all these photos. Um, mer- well, before the, when I put the, ch- there's about a day, like I said, a day shift in there, mm-hmm. and I got people going like Amy Morgan. Oh, I'll do it. I'm like Amy, <laughs> no challenge. You, <laughs> sus- you self suspend all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. Celeste, you self suspend out in Baltimore all the time. No, this is for the guy or girl who never goes up. Mm-hmm. That's who my challenge is for. And. I got these photos of Tombstone, Lee Harrington, mm-hmm. um, Murphy. Murphy. Well, Lee doesn't count. Lee, Lee also goes up all the but time. But I didn't think Lee Mur- uh, very often self-suspended and stuff. I thought used to, but doesn't do that anymore. I thought. But anyway. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, I don't haven't know. checked. But even so. But yeah. so all these people are doing this. Murphy, of course, being the ham. Yes. Suspended himself and then holding the ring, suspended the girl up from underneath him. Yeah. <laughs> the Baltimore crew who I got to hang out with at Dark Odyssey Fusion, 
They suspended themselves next to each other. Then Hello, Mr. Up, Moku. Then held up three girls. Mm-hmm. So, you know, include, you know, they kept upping the ante. Right. Um, I actually have visions of this rigor challenge becoming like that really bad Magic Johnson, Larry Bird commercial. Off the... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. You know, off the off dome. The <laughs> off the pigeon, the 747, <laughs> the cop down there. And nothing but nothing net. Nothing but net. Yeah. Right. I, so, I kind of dread the... the uh, escalation. So this I guess up. the next step will be to self-suspend and then build a platform from which to suspend someone. Yeah, probably, probably, probably. So, but it was just very neat to see that this challenge I gave out really took off. Took off. Mm-hmm. And on the topic of suspension is the stuff you know leading over to what Gray was talking about recently in uh, a blog post, which this. The, he, what he basically said was suspension is the shortcut, the quick way, easy way out for rope scenes. Uh-huh. Is that our best way to sum it up? No, he, he called it the, uh, well, I, best the way, I, think, choice way, I think he would say, better put it, was, it was the easy cheese of, of uh, bondage. Right. You know, it's you, like everyone does it, it's easy, it you, shows off mastery. Well, it also was. You don't have to try. There's also a, a formula to it. Yes. It's. I negotiate, I put the harness on you, I put you in the air, I spin you around, I talk to you or I poke you, I bring you down, I hug you for a minute, scene is done, everything is defined. Right. Where in floor work, it's, okay, are we done with the scene? I don't know if this, was it good for you? Are we, you know, and... Well, I, I think it's also, I mean, from the, the what you're saying is always, I mean, it's more than just a formula. I mean, you can do floor work formula too. But when you're suspending, you have a standard harness you use. There's a standardization to it that, you know, if you follow your standardization, you get 99.9% of all people up. You know? Right. Yeah. And uh, it was like, you know, to, to unfortunately reference the, uh, <laughs> don't steal my style, um, you know, uh, Recent conversation led to you know well I'm sure you know other you know you do other styles when I go to a club and I'm 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 suspending somebody I'm I'm leery to pull out you know wacko inventive styles unless I'm working with somebody who I've worked with before so primarily I have you know I like doing Japanese style suspension so I like doing two styles or three styles of you know certain types of things so I'll either throw somebody up in a Swiss seat style kind of harness. A uh, side suspension or a front suspension. Mine, that's it. Mine's almost universally a side suspension because mm-hmm. all you do is you tip them over. They're balanced on one leg. Yeah. You adjust the ropes. You lift the leg up. They're there. Exactly. And it's that's so exactly. easy to adjust it if they have problems. It, I really like it as a as a yeah. first suspension. It is hard on the neck after a while, mm-hmm. and you put the silly head sling in or or sure. call it, but or, or tie the hair or tie the hair, hair or something yeah. like that. But I found it's the one thing that gives them the best experience, so they're not just staring at the floor, or staring at the ceiling, mm-hmm. and that's what I often do. So I almost formulaic. So yeah. I'm Sebastian, what do you do? Uh, well, I actually tend to make shit up as I go, even in suspensions. There's definitely a, a standardized mm-hmm. way that I do uh, the the most important harnesses, right? Um, but I think as far as uh, the, the easy part of a suspension is it's the easiest way to do something impressive yeah right uh, especially to people who uh, don't necessarily 
know a lot about rope, <laughs> right? If you do a suspension, that's something that's amazing, mm -hmm. right? For for uh, and anyone can see the skill, the the mastery required to do something like that, right? When you're doing floor work, usually when I see some floor work that I think is really impressive, it's because of something really subtle, right. uh, which isn't easy for for someone without. Uh, you know, and, and real interest in rope to, to see. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. That's, I, you know, that's very true. Yeah, I find, you know, if, um, if I want to have an intimate scene with somebody, you know, just like this connection and stuff, I'll do floor work. Like, that's mm -hmm. where I find it really easy to connect with the floor. <laughs> Don't bump. Okay, that's all I do. Thump. But I find that connection is easier to do when you're on the ground. Yeah. Um, I can do it with suspension once they're in the air, mm -hmm. but the takedown, the setup, and the takedown, I find is so technical that I am in the headspace of the technicality of the, of the tech of technique and what I need to do to get them up safely. Mm -hmm. That I kind of lose the whole. Um, well, how am I, you know, connecting with them? It sure. seems to go out the window when I'm actually in the process of putting them up. Well, I find for like when I do a suspension, I, f I find I actually have two connection areas there. It depends on whether I'm doing something privately with somebody, you know, like this is just me, you, and you know, the four walls, or if I'm doing it in, and, and it also works the same way in the, uh, uh, with that same person if I have an intimacy with them, but you know, in public, but primarily if I'm tying somebody, by, you know, suspending somebody I don't know, or I've just met, or I might know, but we don't have any experience with each other, you know. The intimacy is high. Let me, you know, arms, legs. What's what, what problems have you got? Okay, does this feel good? Does this feel bad? It's it's very a service top kind of thing. Bondage ride. Yeah, bondage ride. And Which is nothing wrong with mustache it. Mustache rides. As long as you know that's what you're doing. Right. Well, when you get to the uh, uh, the personal space of it, you know, it actually took me a very long time to do a, a what I would call an intimate suspension, in the sense of. You know, just you know, somebody I already knew how to how to work with. I didn't have to go. Oh, is your arm going to come off? You know, I just take my time doing it. And, you know, just getting involved with them. Yeah, I can do that. But there's there's you know, that's rare, far between, and you really have to work at it. Something uh, I'm gonna pull, put sit on this spot back there as our bottom in of the, with the three riggers sitting in the car. <laughs> How is it for you being in the air? I mean, just what is your own experiences with it, with intimacy, connection, etc.? Um, I would say that after, you know, a suspension can be a quick way to feel, you know, some sort of headspace just because of how difficult it can be on the body. But at the same time, they do start to get a little rote. And I know that a while ago, I sort of burned out on suspensions and had really no desire to do them anymore just because it was sort of, you know, going up, coming down, and then going up and coming down. And there, there wasn't a lot of variation involved. And, and I do feel that it can be easier to have, you know, a more intimate moment um, on the floor. And, and so I, I always sort of see suspensions as the sort of thing you do for like pickup play with rope and then the floor work is what you do when you know the person a little better. I'm know? definitely leaning to that. That's where I'm starting to head now. It's sort of uh, the I like opposite the of what Jay Weissman would want you to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did like your choice of choice word is pickup play, right, for suspension. Yeah. yeah. And picking them up and putting them down. Yeah. And no dropping, no dropping. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, no, I, I like that. It, it's um, and the fact that you burned out on it and you knew it. I mean, I, I think what annoys me is, is you know, you, you go out someplace and people are like, oh, Tom, you're here for Sebastian, you're here for this and that. You're here to suspend. And I'm like, I am? I, I came out to play. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Um, are you fishing for a suspension scene? Uh, what's yeah, going I on? find, especially, uh, you know, sometimes if I'm invited to a party, right, if, if I'll be, like, comped to a party, yeah. and I feel obligated to do a suspension. Right? Yeah, sort of, you become part of the entertainment. Right, exactly. And yeah. I really hate that. You know, I hate feeling like, uh, you know, it's like being pressured to play against your yeah. will, right? That's, that's the... The thing they tell us not to do, right? The last thing you want to do to someone. Uh, and yeah. at the same time, no one's like well, putting like, a gun to your head. Yeah, but, but you know, one of the worst experiences I ever had with bondage was was at a party where they were trying to break the world record for most people suspended oh, yeah. at once, and you know, and it was just horrible. It was horrible. It was just the, like half up and then I had to wait while you know putting the other person up and it was just so not focused on and it was like pressuring all of these people to do something that just goes against everything that that uh, you should do during a scene you yeah. know like pay attention to your partner right it was it was a it was a party trick and yeah. I feel like suspensions can quickly turn from play to a party trick right uh, that particular incident uh, that I, you know, I feel personally that that was just me failing to do my part. Right? Yeah, but you were like, uh, but there was definitely it. right that pressure because the point of the scene wasn't uh, to create this experience with you and, and uh, the other person. I was at the same party. Yeah. yeah, I just ignored that whole thing, and I actually ended up doing uh, connected my first ever rope scene with 10 okay. was there and I just kind of ignored the uh, that whole thing I just yeah. did my own thing and well, if I happened to be up when it was up then great I did it otherwise I just did my own thing I would chalk that up to my own inexperience at the time right I, I just that was, that was the two-ton rig right sorry that was, was a big square the big two-ton rig that we and had at the right. dance club yeah, for, that, that was, for the uh, dance studio. Oh no, the dance studio. Yeah, we had the big, right, the oh, that was studio. that yeah. was an interesting night, actually. Yeah, I had yeah, a great well, night that night. Well, except for that but, part. <laughs> yeah, except I did. I wasn't part of that part actually. Well, I just good. remember that. That's good. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys, you knew that that was a terrible idea, and you stayed. Well, away no, no. From I that. was there, but I was tying people up. Right. right? It was, right. But I was, I was like, I was inadvertently a part of it, but I didn't intend to be a part of it. Yeah. It was interesting. I uh, I had. Wow, that's a while. Yeah, it's been. It was actually was like three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, I was tying, um, I ended up very quickly becoming, for a little while, a bondage ride. And there was two strangers I, I put up. Right. And this one woman watched me do this fun scene with Naughty M and said, can you know, I go up next? And I said, yes. Meanwhile, over in the other corner was Tombstone. We were across from each other. Right. And so the woman, you know, okay, it's her turn. And we talk a little bit about, you know, doing the formula, right? And I start to put her up and I'm getting ready just to pull the lines. And she asks me, how many times have you done this? Right? Like, this is the question she asks me as I'm about to put him up in the air. Right. And I go, you're my first. <laughs> and I pull and I lift her up. And she started, like, flapping like a dead fish. Or, like, or, you know, a fish caught out of water from right. me. Oh, my God, what? And, like, I looked at her and I said, you just watched me do it three times. You know? Yeah. Actually, I remember uh, 
Tombstone telling us. Uh, I told when, Tombstone. When right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, you, you, you do that part. So, uh, Tombstone's response once Jay uh, told him about this was uh, he had someone who's about to go up. At the same time. And at the same time, and realized right when she was like completely tied up, the next part was just the lift. Right. She went, what do you do once they're up? So Tombstone shrugged and said, I fuck them. And then pulled her up. <laughs> <laughs> and she started like floundering and flopping in the air also. <laughs> what did I get myself into? Oh my Rope God. bottoms, if you listen to this. Yeah. Negotiate with your rope top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah then you, you may find out that you're well suspended, you've negotiated anal fisting. Yeah. <laughs> or just a blowjob, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Well, I mean, you, this is the problem because a lot of people come to events and, you know, if you're doing anything showy, you automatically, you're the ride, you know. And, and you know, I, on one hand, it can be fun some nights. Like, I, I have set up at uh, suspension and at some events where I'm, I own this rig for tonight. And I remember that one night, actually a couple nights in uh, suspension when we were China One, where I just ended up taking over the back rig. Yep. And it was like, you know, three hours later, I'm like, how many people did I fucking put up tonight? You know. Uh, and that can be fun. I yes. Mean, if you want to. If you're in that headspace. I yeah. mean, like, like for next weekend, I'm going to be at FetishCon, and that's what I'm going to be doing for the whole weekend. Honestly. Not, tr- not true. There's also, I'm going to be hooking up at Cherry's Jubilee and being fun and mean to her, so that there will not go. be a bondage ride. I have got to say, I have never, not ever, enjoyed that. I've, you know, being, feeling like you're a carnival ride, right? Mm-hmm. Which, actually, you know, I put that on my FetLife profile a while ago. That uh, I like, uh, I like tying up girls, but I don't like feeling like carnival, carnival right. ride, right? And, carnivore uh, ride? Carnivore ride. Carnivore ride, yeah. Uh, so, you know, every experience I've had where it's been like... Hi, nice to meet you. Can you suspend me? Mm-hmm. And many of those experiences, I have to say, I went, yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, and Usually because you found the person extremely attractive and you, right. get, yeah, you yeah. Know, get to play with a cute girl. So, like, 99% of the time, it's a horrible experience. Right. You know, it, it's just, I want to get something out of a scene mm-hmm. as well. Right? And uh, sometimes just going through the motions, the, the technical aspects of rigging just doesn't do it, especially mm-hmm. for something as simple as a suspension, right? Which really as is simple, simple as a suspension. It, to me, it's much simpler than floor work. Oh, sure. You know, well, I actually I had, I had somebody actually ask me about that, and they said, you know, it's like you know, you've been doing this whole evening, and, and um, now this is interesting because this was somebody I actually had fun putting up, and this actually was the best line. It was, uh, she goes, you know, what you know, you're putting people all right, you must be tired. I said, well, you know, what, what, what are you getting out of this? I said, well, okay, the other the other five people I did tonight were were practice and and lifting sacks of, of flour. <laughs> You on the other hand are fun. Let's have fun. You know, and it was, you know, it was. She was actually the one person who, A, stopped to talk to me. B, actually, once I got her up in the rope, was dancing. You know, when mm-hmm. they, you know, when they just, all of a sudden they start swimming in the rope and you're like, oh, this is cool. I did that with Celeste at Dark Odyssey Fusion. Mm-hmm. I didn't met her. Um, you didn't met her? I didn't met her, yeah. <laughs> I know, my English as well. Yeah, Canadian. And, I, and so what ended up happening was, she basically got here, would you, friend, uh, Mr. I can never pronounce his scene name. The guy from Baltimore runs the Baltimore group. Moco. Moco. Basically <laughs> brought... No, it was Mr. His longer name. Right. Right. It might have been a different guy. Huh. Anyway, he brought me his friend Celeste, who right. is new to rope, and I put her in, a, in my standard side suspension, and she started dancing in the ropes. 
and she turned my side suspension into an inversion, into a face down, yep. to a face up, and I basically sat there with the rope around her hair, and I would wind her up like a cork for a little bit, or like a top, and then mm -hmm. pull it slowly, and it was in glow, in the, it was in UV reactive lights, oh, and nice. it was just an awesome, had a great time, because she knew how to use what, right. I, what I had. Yeah. And that was awesome. Yeah, so I went from that. It's fantastic. what I thought was going to be a bondage ride to woohoo. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing. I mean, I mean, like I'll, one of the things I do when I like I have the groups, you know, people in the line, and I'm doing that. To me, it's like you know, 90% of them are exercise. You know, it's like, can I do it? Okay, I can get this down. I can do this with my eyes closed. Um, then there's that one person or two people who show up, and they may be something regular or total, just a total stranger, and that makes the night worthwhile. Although, you know, if your intent is to just exercise, you know, do exercises sometimes, you know, it's, it's good exercise. But when you do floor work, and this goes going back to the floor work thing, uh, the thing with floor work is you have to be honest with the person you're tying up in the sense that you're tying them, there's an immediate intimacy, you're, you're touching them, there's, um, there's an intent to what you're doing. Whereas with suspension, the intent is to get them up in the air, not drop them, you know. Anything else is almost kind of alliteration or an extra in some ways. Uh, if you're if you're tying somebody on the floor, there's that intimacy. The what are you doing? Is there going to be legs spread? Is it, you know, is it uh, uh, going to be, you know, a hog tie, a tight hog tie kind of thing? What, what's going on here, and what is your connection with that person? And you're not really going to do floor work with just any random stranger, right? Not. Something that the intent of actual play is what you need to have with floor work typically for it to be successful. Other than you just end up putting the person in a hog tie and kind of poking sticks at them. Yeah, or you're stealing my tie. Right. Still must down. Um, <laughs> I, me and Sebastian were having a conversation. We met four, four and a half, five years ago at this point, Sebastian? Something like that. We were at Paddles and you were hanging out with Vito and basically. I taught you your first basic suspension, which was this shoulder support thing, face up uh, suspension. Right. And it, it was a oh it was a God. face down suspension. Oh, it was face down in this. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, and it was yeah. Go ahead. So the the thing is uh, right. Obviously, uh, because you guys were both good teachers, right? You let me do just about everything. You're like, okay, tie a chest harness, and then you came over and. Uh, showed me where the pressure would be on the chest harness and whatnot, right? Which was great. Uh, but the the thing that we just realized uh, is that one of the things you showed me was uh, this wrap that went. It was like an extra wrap around the chest that went around the uh, the upper arms and shoulders, uh, which was meant to alleviate some of the stress of the position. Which, for those of you who have uh, followed the don't steal my style discussion is exactly what that conversation was about. I've actually forgotten that that tie. I taught Sebastian four and a half years ago I, the I mean, tie. I don't that think he's, I use it anymore. Right. <laughs> it's like, well, it's a little old. Yeah. But still, it's the fact that four and a half, five years ago, we did the same tie. Yeah. Exactly. And we're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I feel that the thing to realize with rope is that rope has existed for a very long time. And I guarantee you that 
when rope was first invented, someone thought, hey, I wonder if I could tie this around a person. <laughs> so bring, bring rope woman home. <laughs> has to be as old as rope. Mm -hmm. If you think that you're going to invent anything <laughs> in rope bondage, you are sadly mistaken. Well, I, I think also, I mean, you know, still in your style, I mean, there's rope style, there's also how do you tie, how do you, you know, Sebastian, you have a style where you're kind of like this very stolid individual as you're tying, you know. Uh, Jay's got kind of the goofball, I'm, I'm the... Goofball showman. Goofball showman. I have been told I scare the crap out of people because <laughs> uh, I'm terrorizing. But you can also be the goofball showman. And the goofball showman, exactly. And and also very central, you know. And it, it, everyone has their way how they handle the person. And, you know, the joke even there is, you know, if you like what you watch somebody like Zamel, okay? Who here doesn't want to be Zamel? Oh, God. Uh, Watching the dance that he pulls through. Yeah. No, he's a dancer. He looks really good when he Especially without a shirt, right? That's always easy. Yeah. Do it again with your shirt off. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, from, from the rope bottom's point of view, Zamil, your opinion. I wouldn't about. not watch him tie with his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> More Zamil with his shirt off, please. And but he's got this natural fluidity that everybody is trying to do because, I mean, nobody can be him. He's he's got an amazing uh, physique. He's got an amazing ability with what he does with the rope. But we're all trying to steal a style to some degree or other because... Because it's awesome. Fuck yeah, man. I mean, you watch him move the rope and you're like... Like, I remember when he did the master class thingy at uh, the first year he started teaching at ShibariCon. And he was just doing that, you know, pulling the rope through the arm. And it was like a magic trick because it was like... he got he, He's so in tune with where the rope is going to go from the dancer's point of view. That he goes, oh, and the rope goes through and he goes... Would you like to say that again? And everyone's like, what? Huh? Huh? What? I spent most of that year after that trying to just do <laughs> fluidity. Not yeah. not what he was doing. Right. Like, I was not trying to emulate that in a sense. What I was trying to do is basically, I spent that year with a goal of rope control. Uh -huh. Efficiency and movement. Efficiency and movement. Efficiency and movement, But yeah. not, like, you know, not letting my ends just go flying around. Uh -huh. I, I made, it, that year, I made a policy of myself. I'm going to control my ropes. Uh -huh. Constantly. I think we did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a semi Oh, we were right. We're going by the Garden Inn again. What? I think we just went right by the Garden Inn. The hotel. No. We no went, well, it's another Garden Inn. Got another Garden Inn. <laughs> wrong Garden Inn. It looks exactly identical. I was like, wait a minute, where we just, we just leave this? So, uh, we're about to cross to George Washington. We're a little further away. Okay. Back Third. on topic. Yes, yeah, back on topic. I think the important thing to take away is this. At that uh, that class that Zamil taught at ShibariCon, uh, what I took away from that class, there were two things that I took from that class. One was uh, the he showed a, a way of tying an overhand knot, doing a twist, and then pulling the rope through, uh -huh. which to me was like, why haven't I been doing that the whole time? That's brilliant, right? And then uh, the other thing was just the, the concept of figuring out ways to uh, move more efficiently, which obviously, uh, you know, anyone who's been tying for some time learns to move more efficiently, sort of naturally, yeah. right? But the idea of uh, figuring out specific things to do, right? Uh, so anytime I'm in a rope class, right, and I think this is true of just about everyone, what I usually take away from it is one little thing, right? 
two little things in a really great class. Uh, and that's what we're stealing of people's styles, right? We, we take the part of their style that's great, right? The one thing that fits well with our own style, and that's that's how a style is built, yeah. right? That, that's how everyone ends up with their own unique style. It's all just a, a we're, we're all product of, of other we, styles. We respect right? and we, you know, steal from the best. 